This is a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. Find us at k103.se. Due to copyright, the music is shortened. Oh my god, we're approaching 30. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Useless. <laughs> Let's try this again. Thank god this isn't live. Well, hello, hello, and welcome back. It's Saturday, and you're listening to the show about nothing. I'm here with Fatima, with Fatima, that's my name, with Marie. I'm just so self-absorbed. <laughs> hello, guys. <laughs> and our lovely colleague Max will be is on his way, so we'll, he will be here shortly. You know, commuting in big cities is mm. difficult. Not always easy. But if you have listened to our show previously, you might know that we are all from different countries. So I'm Swedish. Marie and Max are... The two Germans. Exactly. And since we are from different countries, we obviously have grown up with different in different cultures. And we, have, we might have some differing ideas of like concepts of the world and... Um, and I thought we were going to maybe discuss that. We, t- we thought we were going dis- to discuss that a little bit further. And uh, especially since like Christmas is coming up, we just had Halloween. Uh, I was thinking about like superstition. And, uh, like I heard a lot of funny, fun stuff about Germany. The first thing to start with is already Max in a way is behaving really non-German as we all, you know, have this expectation that Germans are on time or even too early. And then this is happening. So we are... Not only stereotypical living in our <laughs> cultural backgrounds, but we're little rebels changing them every now and then. Yeah, and I was gonna say, I think, cause, um, I've, that's kind of definition I've heard about Swedes that they will come really early, but they'll wait by the door before knocking. If, if like, say you're going to someone at five, you'll be there 10 to five, but you won't go in until five exactly. So he hasn't really adapted to the local culture either. Cause like no. he's German and sw- like living in Sweden. We'll give him some more time and probably <laughs> doing the show with us later is also going to teach him some more norms and rules to you yeah. know, live up to <laughs> yeah but uh, we haven't seen each other in some time like how how's your week been what have you been up to it's a little bit the showdown of the semester for those of you who are also studying maybe you can relate it's a lot of deadlines approaching and kind of like sitting next to your door and scaring you and so I've been really really busy but I'm trying to uh, keep my head above the water line and still uh, have a good time every now and then so I can't complain. That's good that's great uh, I think because um, you know in Sweden during the winter or this time around it's, it gets really gray so it, it's really important to keep like activities going so you don't get too yeah. depressed. Honestly. I actually <laughs> started taking uh, vitamin D Oh yeah! Uh, I bought this uh, in the pharmacy. Some supplements that taste like funky lemon drops. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's like candy, even. But I take one every morning, being like, "That's my artificial sunshine." <laughs> yeah, I think that might be a good idea. Actually, uh, we also have this thing. We got it last year. Me and my partner we're living here in, uh, in Gothenburg, in rainy Gothenburg, and we got this thing. It's like lum- luminosity therapy. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's like this screen that just shines a light at you. Mm-hmm. And I tried it once, but it it's so like bright that it basically hurts you instead i mean i think you're supposed to do it for a longer period of time just look at this light to get like this artificial sunlight but i i mean i couldn't really 
We we did we actually have one of them at home at my home where my parents live because my mom is working as a psychologist and she believes into that darkness actually triggers depression and then she bought this uh, sunlight lamp that we have on our breakfast table so we used to have it when I was still living at home so we would put it on during we were eating breakfast and it would have exactly this effect like oh my god this is so bright and I don't know up until now if it was placebo or if you actually wake up more uh, but yeah it, it does something I mean you just feel it's somewhere it's day when it's bright and it's not night anymore I actually also have an alarm that does an artificial sunrise like oh yeah those things you keep light. on mm. oh that's really cool uh, do you feel like that one's working It is working in the sense that once the beeping actually shakes you out of your dreams, you open your eyes and then you see light and it's just easier then because you just already see like, oh God, no. <laughs> yeah, because the hardest thing like this time around is getting out of bed when you like look out the window and mm -hmm. it's still dark outside. You're yeah. like, no, I don't want to do this today. Uh, exactly. This is K103, Gothenburg Student Radio. Oh my god, we're approaching 30. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> Let's try that again. Thank god this isn't live. So, Max, hi, how are you? Hey, I just dropped in uh, just as you were finishing up that song, were you? It was absolutely planned. Cool people end up being late. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's also something they say somewhere, right? Like, fancy people always arrive late, right? Was yeah, it? or like, you know, there's is it, not that the Kesha song uh, is, um, for, you know, the party don't stop till I walk in. Well, I walked in, party gotta stop now. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys, so, stay with us. Yeah, um, I was actually, um, I realized that next Friday is Friday the 13th. Let's see, my pronunciation really <gasps> oh working on it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And And we have a lot of, um, I mean, there's a lot of superstition based around Friday the 13th. It's a really hard word to say if you're not English. But um, I wanted to know if you guys, I'm going to read this this sentence for you first. Friday the 13th is, has long been considered a harbinger of bad luck. It has inspired a late 19th, 19th century secret society. Do you guys have any thoughts on Friday the 13th? I remember it's a really horrible movie, but... I don't know. I actually think the only thought I have about it is that I know it's supposed to be that scary day when like a lot of bad things happen to you. So whenever I realize on a Friday while I'm writing the date, like, oh, it's Friday the 13th. And then I wonder like, oh, nothing bad happened to me. How lame or so. Yeah, I just think it's actually a cool thing. You know, and then I keep telling people like, hey, guys, it's Friday, the yeah. 13th. The 13th. You see, it's really hard. The 13th. <laughs> I mean, the uh, the number itself is unlucky. There is uh, certain buildings that don't have 13th floor. Yeah. Uh, but it's also yeah. not just the 13th. That's just in our Western side. For example, in China, the fourth floor is also usually left out because that's unlucky. Uh, same for house numbers and, you know, mm. on the housing market, at least in China, they're... Not that I'm from China, but uh, the house market, uh, the lucky numbers usually go for a higher price. Uh, if you live at a lucky cool. address, that's usually more expensive. I can really, really that's I, interesting. I can really relate to the number thing. I think I'm a little like number nerdy. Mm -hmm. And when I start to study, I, I like to start on like a sharp hour or at half past. And I hate it when I would have to study like at 17 minutes past or something because I think like nah then I'm gonna wait till like half past because I don't like that 
Because so like when you wake up in the morning, you will never put an alarm at like, I don't know, 8.23. No, I would put it to 8.20 or like 8.30, but not to like something weird in between. <laughs> um, so I was actually looking, searching a little bit uh, concerning this Friday the 13th thing. I wanted to know why, like where does it come from? And apparently we don't really have any, mm. we don't really have a real good, like there's not an event that has made Friday the 13th a bad day. It's like you said, like culturally, in our society at least um, because the number 12 is a sacred number kind mm -hmm. of um, like one example since like practically all of Europe was Christian at a point mm -hmm. and there was this one reference to uh, the Last Supper mm -hmm. where they were 13 people uh, including Jesus eating you all, everybody knows this mm -hmm. I think I don't have to go into it more but there's so Judas that betrayed him which would be like a 13th is, 13 is bad 12 is good so, mm. ladies and gentlemen, make sure that when you're having a dinner party, don't have 13 people or the host might die. <laughs> That's what, take that out of the story. Yeah. <laughs> if you just look at the year now, it's um, the 7th of December, but we've made it to the last month of the year. And I don't know, it's a round thing, maybe that we have 12 months. So maybe it, you know, maybe it would be bad if it was a year with 13 and I for now, can really say that I'm glad it's only 12 because I'm kind of waiting for this year to be over as well. Like I'm looking forward to a fresh start next year in the first month, January. And mm. yeah, so. Fun, yeah. fun fact, actually, it, there used to be, as far as I remember, there used to be 10 months and then uh, Julius Caesar and Augustus, something or other from the Roman time were like, we need a month and they made it 12. Plus 12 was a good number at the time too, probably. Mm -hmm. Probably, because like, I think other references of it are like the 12 gods of Olympus and 12 tribes of Israel. Isn't there also the fairy tale where they have like, they invite the 12 good fairies and then there is the, I don't know the English title because I'm so bad with the English title, but there's like a 13th fairy and she's not invited and then she comes and that's the one where, you know, the girl like uh, pinches her finger with a needle and then she falls asleep. It's Sleeping Beauty you're Sleeping talking Beauty? about? Yeah. Are there 12? I thought there were 12 and the 13th comes and, you know, isn't invited and she brings Like the in the story because I only know the Disney version. Yeah, wait, are we oh. talking about the gnomes? No. no, no, no. So Sleeping Beauty, um, it's it's the one that she has like um, a wheeling chair. Yes, no, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, ah. I'm somehow blanking there. I do remember the dwarves, though. Hi ho, yeah. hi ho. Well, nice, let's know right? why. But let's go out of the uh. Disney Disney references. Oh my god, we're approaching thirty. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Useless. <laughs> let's try this again. Thank God, this isn't live. And now we're all in love. Oh my god. Wee. <laughs> I was thinking about uh, like other important numbers in culture. Like we have 13, that's apparently scary. 12, which is sacred. And then like storytelling, I think like 3, 5 and 7, like the non-even numbers are good. There's always like 3 fairies or 7, seven things to do in like storytelling. 7 dwarves. 7 dwarves, for example. Uh, but going back to like some superstition and scary stuff, uh, how about triple six, like six six six? That's also something. Do you know? Do you know anything about that? I actually just recently started listening to Iron Maiden, yeah, which I really never did before because I would just say, no, that's like that's really not my style of music. But I think it was one of those 
angry days where you just, you know, really annoyed that you have to do so much and you don't want and it just makes it a little easier when you're listening to this kind of music. And they have a song that's called The Number of the Beast. Ah. And I think the number of the beast in some contexts is the 666, so the triple six. Would it be like, because I, I totally associate triple uh, six to the devil. Oh, well, uh, maybe the know. devil is yeah. the beast. I mean, maybe that's just, you know, a random term for Yeah, but another, like a beast, uh, I don't know, do you have pets? Do you have cats? Have, have you ever grown up with cats? Uh, like, not with cats. Uh, I did have a dream about a cat, but today, but... Um, mm, please tell us. <laughs> yes, well, uh, I was trying to sleep and a cat of a friend of mine, like, laid down on my back and I was uncomfortable. So I kind of like wiggled to get it off, you know, as what does. And you're, you're like, you're dreaming this. In my dream, yes, yes. Um, and, you know, when you're tired, you kind of don't do too much movement. And apparently that pissed off the cat. And then we had like a short fight. I flung the cat off the bed. Uh, my friend was sitting next next to the bed for some reason and he was like what have you been doing to my cat I'm like it's been attacking me and then I woke <laughs> up like what the f well yeah. maybe if you were like uh, Egyptian then it would be like some kind of special sign no? It just um, well yeah probably um, just when you talked about Egyptian I actually saw let, let, let's get back to superstition a very interesting superstition back in ancient um, Egypt um, apparently the tides of the Nile were dictated by a god's masturbation session, apparently. Really? So, oh. so if they masturbate, the, the, the tide goes up? I, I'm, I, look, I'm not ancient Egyptian. I, I don't know exactly how this works, but uh, I do know that apparently the pharaoh would do his business into uh, the Nile uh, mm. to show respect, and I assume a lot of people did. And um, when it went red, he's been doing it too much? <laughs> <laughs> There's another explanation for the... <laughs> Sorry, I just couldn't avoid it. Um, well, cats, anyway, I was going to... So, uh, cats, we consider them pets. Like, we all keep them at our home or outside or, like, on a farm or something. But but for some reason, like, at least when I grew up, if you saw, like, a black cat, you had to spit three times over your shoulder because if not, you were going to have bad luck. First off, how do you spit over your shoulder? Like, that seems... Well, I don't... You don't really do it. You, you just you just do this sounds like twee, 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 you know, oh. like you're fake spitting. See, I was thinking we'd like... You'd like turn your head and then spin really fast so that when you spit, your shoulder moves under the spit. Sorry. I, I really know it even more complicated that the, it doesn't even have to be just a black cat, but it has to be a black cat that's crossing your way from the left. Like coming from the left, running to the right, and then there's a really bad sign. Well, uh, the one I've heard is actually crossing the road. Yeah. Uh, but did you hear that one here in Sweden, or have you heard it somewhere else? No, so I'm one of the two Germans. Yeah. <laughs> um, and in Germany, it's like uh, when it comes from the left side, then it's bad. I don't know about the Swedish. You have to fill me in on that. Then. But I mean, uh, talking about left and right, because um, we have obvious, like in our culture, there's a lot of leftovers of the right being the right path. But it reminded me of when I was a kid. So my parents, uh, are they're, they're separated. They've always been separated. And my mom's a lefty. And my dad eats he's a righty and I when I was a child I used to be a righty mm. no lefty sorry uh, but then I moved to my dad when I was about seven or something and he told me like I was eating food in my left hand and and he's also like um, 
I mean, he's a funny dude, but he told me that I'm not supposed to eat with my left hand because the devil would be eating with me. Mm-hmm. Like he's sharing my in my food because I'm eating with my ref- left hand and not with my right hand. Like right being protective of some or something. Which, uh, I mean, it scared the hell out of me at the time because I was only a kid. But yeah, today I just find it quite funny. But I think they, they do it... Uh They did it a lot to people who were, you know, more familiar with their left hand. They would just train them to use the other because it's the better one. Yeah, yeah. My grandma told me when she was in school, she was she would like get punished for writing with my with her mm. left hand. So, let me just get this straight: eating with your left hand is sharing the food, and that's apparently bad. Sharing, sharing with the devil. Is sharing bad. is caring. Doesn't matter if you're sharing it with the devil. Maybe you'll well, get. I agree with you. Better you're all hell. allowed to eat with your left hands. It's fine. The devil will not eat with. You. I mean, I think. He's not uh, eating with you. <laughs> maybe, who knows? Maybe he's a real cool dude. Like, maybe it's even worth it sharing food with him, yeah. you know. He yeah. might be enlightened or something. Well, talking about consuming stuff and um, uh, uh, superstition, I've heard there's a lot of, uh, like, weird drinking-associated superstition in Germany. Do you guys have any comments on that? Yeah, we take that uh, pretty serious. Drinking is mm. part of the culture. It's been that way for ages now. Um, so there is obviously some traditions and some superstition that come with it. For example, there was something about looking people in the eye. You don't do this in Sweden, and I'm, I have a hard time getting used to it. Most of my friends already have to, you know, tailor to my uh, drinking habits. Not the amount, but the looking into the eyes. <laughs> And um, there was something along those lines. Yeah, uh, I I'm from the, you know, area in Germany where the stereotype is, I think, most alive. I'm from Bavaria, the southern part. And uh, we just have a long tradition in, like, brewing a lot of different types good, of beer good beer good beers yeah and um the the thing with looking into the eyes is like when you get a drink you're supposed to wait until your friends and drinking mates also got a drink and then you clink the glasses and you say cheers and while you do this you have to look each other into the eyes because if you don't then this means that you will have seven years of really bad sex and first i think there was actually just you know one of those things you say and What does it matter? Because, yeah, but it has really established itself. So everyone does it, at least in the area where I come from. So it's really, like people take it serious. It sounds like an, a way to get in someone's pants, like like a pickup line. Not a pickup line, but imagine like I'm trying to. So we're, we're, we're us three, we're out having a drink, yeah. right? And say I want to get in your pants or mm. something. Then isn't it? Like, don't we, like, have more of a connection if I'm actually looking you in the eyes? Yeah, I, I, I know. And I, I would, one would maybe think that you don't do it when you go out with people that, you know, are in a more formal setting. Because, you know, meeting a stranger that's maybe your future boss or colleague or something, you maybe wouldn't do it because that's kind of inappropriate humor or something. You would still do it. You maybe would not verbalize it, but then you would be like, you know, you. It's really like searching pe- for the eyes when yeah, you're trying. People, but can you do this in a group? Like yeah, you me? do it all in a group. Like you know, and then you need to like you clink the glasses, but then you start moving your head and oh, like really? look around. You really have to make it like to everyone. But I I used to live in in France, and that's where I learned because now I also look people in the eye when I clink i don't know how you call it mm. but something they always said was like no crossing like if we're four people i need to yeah you can't create mm. a cross in the middle you need to go first well to your right or to your left and then when everybody's done that then you can do the crossing ones for some reason i don't really know what's like it's considered rude or something what what fate would uh fall upon you if you would be crossing you will die you no will die. that's pretty <laughs> extreme that's yeah, that's yeah. probably worse than having bad sex for seven years <laughs> yeah yeah 
<laughs> I also I think to the drinking if you are somewhere sitting here in a bar pub whatever look around and you might find some people doing that and then it's not a clear sign for them being German but it might be a hint that they maybe have spent them t some time there and uh, we also have another uh, version of that rule that's very inappropriate in like uh, times where diversity is key and I personally also really don't believe in it But there is the saying in the conservative, you know, southern German city, when you drink before you put the glass back to the table after you cheered with someone, your kids are going to be homosexual. And I feel that this says a lot about, you know, the mindset of a society and how, like not up to date it is yeah and i think you can like those kind of traces you can find in several things like expressions and um and i mean normally i don't i don't i don't think people are like bad and use these do these things or use this, these expressions because they actually have the opinion of like something it's bad if their kid is homosexual mm. but it's like part of the culture so you forget the actual meaning of what it is you're saying and doing mm. yeah i would completely agree like i've seen people you know clink and then put down the glass and then drink and then be like ah oh, you know max you should put down the glass or i never knew that they just didn't want to have homosexual kids um <laughs> yeah that's so i, I so assume sad. the saying got lost somewhere mm. and people just kept up the tradition yeah um, yeah but that's that's interesting Oh my god, we're approaching 30. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> Let's try this again. Thank god this isn't live. So your French is on fleek. My French is horrible. I can it's, only say je n'ai pas les croissants. Danser with Timbuktu. Why did I get the French one? I don't know, it just happened to become that way. Oh la la baguette. Oui, oui, oui. So, you guys, um, I have prepared a little surprise for you. It's kind of to test your common knowledge in um, superstition. Um, so, you guys are going to do a little competition. I'm going to like start reading sentences, and you will figure out what it is I'm looking for. And then you just yell it out. Mm -hmm. Ready? Mm -hmm. So, here we go. It is considered bad luck if you cross paths with this. A cat? Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> More specifically, <laughs> a black cat from the left side. Yes! God damn it! <laughs> Breaking this gives you seven years of bad luck. Breaking a mirror. Yes. Oh, I did Marie, not know that. come on. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> We're keeping score <laughs> here. Someone, someone keep score here. <laughs> I'll keep score. I, I can do it. Here we go. Uh. I'm going to give one for Marie because she actually said black cat. And I'll give you one as well. Oh, well, wonderful. We shared it. Uh. Yes. Teamwork. Um, walking beneath this ladder. Yes. A what? I didn't even have time to finish my sentence. You yeah. are full in full control. You're not supposed to walk below a ladder. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, it kind of makes sense. And usually there is those little wires that keep the ladder together. So yeah. mm -hmm. it's not easy to walk under a ladder. But I'm assuming it's one of those ladders that hangs on a, on a wall. Yeah. One of those straight ones. Yeah. And according to the info I got, like you're walking through the triangle of something, and there are like bad spirits within that uh, oh. space. Like I, was, I was just thought something's gonna fall down, and you're really gonna hurt yourself. <laughs> So. Yeah. Together. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this one is a bit harder because it's quite new to me. If these fly around your house three times at Halloween, death is inevitable. Ravens? No. No. Crows? No. Butterflies? No. Ghosts? No. Three. Planes? Two. 
One. What air balloons? It's bats. Oh. <laughs> Wait, but bats are all over the place. It's just going to be bad luck all the time. Yeah, but maybe they're not there for Halloween. They're celebrating Halloween somewhere oh, else. Right, I don't right, know. Right. It's only on during Halloween. So, throw this over your shoulder for good luck. Salt. Yes. My Actually, God. that's that's not completely true. Uh, what you're supposed to do, I mean, when you spill salt, you're supposed to take a pinch and throw it over your left shoulder. Yep. Which is silly because then you have even bigger of a mess, but uh, at least, you know. But is, could it be something like, because salt has always been very, very valuable. Yep. Um, and it, maybe it's like throwing a penny in, in like a fountain or something, like you're giving riches mm. to the to the surrounding. I also heard that when people get married um, and they move in somewhere together, you give them bread and salt yeah. as a sign for they shall never be hungry. Yeah. When, yeah. when you said married, I thought you meant they're going to be pelted with rice. That's oh, weird. That too, yeah. uh, that's super weird. But I think that's, uh, I mean, for me, it's weird because I grew up in, <laughs> in like a um, Protestant society. I think it's Catholic throwing rice. Mm. I don't know, but I always wanted to like get like a box of rice balls and then just sit in the back row and just lob them like. Would you cook them before oh, then yeah, so yeah, you can course, make like, like real like, like snowballs? Exactly. <laughs> that would be like so fun. <laughs> Maybe you could do it on a plane. Put soy sauce in them too. to another one. Put soy sauce in them. The, the dress is going to be ruined. Everyone's going to hate <laughs> oh me. Oh my god. Oh, so I'll just sit there with an open mouth going, ah, trying to catch it. <laughs> Rice with soy sauce is so good. You're going to become the bodyguard. Yeah. <laughs> so next question. Place this at your door to ward off witches. Uh, is this a shoehorn? What you say? Shoehorn, like one of those shoe thingamabobs. Yeah, kind of. Shoes for horses? Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. But y- yeah. you have to put it the right way. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And there's multiple sus- wow. superstitions you really, on You really, I'm really impressed by I'm not very I don't know any of that, I mean, honestly. I'm not very superstitious. I have had very silly people around me though for a long time. So all people that are superstitious are silly according to you? Dun, dun, dun. No, I mean, that's a plus, isn't it? Silly people is a plus. It's entertaining. <laughs> uh, but you have to have the shoe in the right direction. If it's upside down, all the luck is going to fall out. Yeah, it needs uh, to be like in a U to capture the... Catch the yeah. luck, yeah. 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 yeah, it's pretty cool. And first I thought actually you meant one of those um, Hindu... Signs. The yeah, eye. yeah. Uh, you mean the one, the solar thing? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's like a circle with a couple lines that go lower mm. and higher, mm. and it's like a mm. very nice, mm. pretty mm. shenanigans. Yeah, I actually saw some other things that you could put up. Like the door is very central when it comes to spirit and superstition and how like stuff you keep around it. And you, I think I heard something about a blue color. Yeah, um, in the United States, in the south of the United States, um, it was it's custom, or sometimes it's custom to if you have a porch uh, on the outside of your house to paint the top of the porch like the, the the roof of the porch so no one could see it besides people coming in blue so that evil spirits would walk up the steps up to your porch about to enter your door and then they'd look up and be like oh there's a blue sky I'm going to heaven and then just you know, <laughs> do a 90 degree turn and miss the door <laughs> It sounds like we're taking like the spirits, we're, we're treating them like they're super stupid. They, they're Little not, dummies, like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, they're not very smart. Also, in, in, in China, they have problems with curves. So it's common that um, paths will be curved. Same as, I mean, apparently that's why the, the, the big wall of China is, is curved. Because the spirits can't curve, they can't like really walk? navigate them very well. They like straight oh, lines. Oh, so they just walk into the wall, like, yeah. like when you're super tired and you're like uh. yeah or like one of those Roombas you know basically like one of those uh, Roombas on the floor the vacuum cleaners that oh yeah 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 that, that, that drive around um, basically <laughs> like that they just go straight and they're like oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, there's a wall. I can't go around it. What do I do? But don't they... Can spirits... Oh, maybe not in China, I don't know, but spirits around here generally walk through walls. I'm not sure about the spirits here. Is there... If the ones I know! <laughs> yeah, I, I, they're if mostly there, Chinese, the ones I know. If there's any spirit listening, please, you know, reach out to us through our social media. Whoa. Let us know. <laughs> She's inviting you to haunt her. <laughs> yeah, that's also a thing. Like, you need to invite evil for it to be able to get into your house. Oh, wow. you actually need to invite it? It's like, you know, have you seen... No, Did you know, we invite it by now by saying... Six, I six, think six, so. Six I think we're actually oh. cursed now. Oh. All right. <laughs> Maybe it could be a good spirit. I don't I'll know. bring a shoehorn yeah. next time. <laughs> At yeah. least this table is bent, so, you know... Maybe we could also bring this thing for the last question. I mean, Max has obviously yeah, already I'm won this, but I'm still going to give you the last question. Hooray. You can hang this around your neck and you'll have good luck. Is and it like a rabbit paw? Yes! yes. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! I was about to say a satanic uh, star, but... Uh, I mean, I would never hang a rabbit paw around my neck. Oh my god, we're approaching 30. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> Let's try this again. Thank god this isn't live. I was thinking about something earlier when we were talking about superstitions. And like I, I mentioned in the beginning of this episode that we're all from different cultures and we probably have like different ideas um, from growing up mm -hmm. of like superstition and what's normal and not. Um, and there's this thing that's like common knowledge in Sweden. Everybody knows it. I don't know if you guys know it, but have you ever heard that like if you kill a spider, it will rain tomorrow? No. No, but I, I do know spiders are apparently uh, firefighters. What? I don't. I don't remember where I got that. I think it was in Nepal. I'm not sure, but you're not supposed to kill spiders because if you do, your house is going to burn down. Not from one spider, but generally they somehow prevent fires. I have not heard any of those rules. So I haven't heard that spiders are firefighters. Neither have I heard that it's going to rain. But I have a mother that is a spider. <laughs> no, she's not. Uh, you know, sorry, I'm going to cut in. Uh, I, I We've talked about dreams, and I, I think I told you this when it comes to dream interpretation. Mothers are in certain in certain situations can like represented as spiders like oh, in I did, dreams I, I sorry mom if you're listening i did not want to go there and say that you're a spider i uh, just wanted to point out that she would like save every animal in the house like ants or spiders and while my dad wanted to slap them and kill them my dad my mom would be like no 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 it's just a spider i kind of carry it out and then how ever horrible and gross and big it was she would like catch it in a glass and bring it outdoors so i grew up with spiders being protected even though i really think they're gross so i don't know oh, you think they're gross yeah a little i don't i have this spider fear like i really don't like them was it was it a phobia called arachnophobia or, mm -hmm. or something I don't know. no i re I'm, I'm like your mom i i say them and i go out but maybe it's because i've been taught that if i kill a spider it'll rain mm. and i definitely don't want it to rain I'm Not more than here, anyway. No, I'm pretty brutal. Uh, anything that anything that comes in that crawls is uh, it's, it's it's a goner uh, when it comes to my apartment. <laughs> poor poor thing. I did grow up under an attic, so we had very big spiders, like um, snooze box size <laughs> spiders, and so commonly you'd hear like a huge bam, and then someone would be like, "Everything okay?" It's like, yeah, I just dropped like a huge book on a spider. <laughs> oh, um. But back to different like uh culture things um have you heard this one then like when you um when you have a necklace and someone and the lock is in front mm -hmm. i would also always hear like someone would go like somebody's thinking of you and i was like what mm -hmm. and then it turns out when the lock is in front of your um necklace it means that somebody is thinking of you 
I've heard this one actually. I, I also we say the same. If someone has a hiccup, then it means that someone is thinking of you. Yeah, yeah, that one I've heard as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, talking about Sweden and and like weird things, I was um, curious to know whether you've have heard some like really funny new expressions or something that you. I actually because we just talked about the ear piercer. Yeah. Um, we talked about it sometimes after recording here when we got a melody stuck in our head. In German, you call this uh, an earworm. So it's uh, the German word is Ohrwurm. But if you have a song that you just listen to over and over and over because you can't get it out of your head, then you call it an earworm because it's like something that's stuck in your ear and it's like living there and worming its way through. And yeah, I think it sounds so disgusting. <laughs> I think you say that in English as well, don't you? Earworm. I don't know. I I don't know. I I heard it like the first time I heard it. It wasn't from a German, so mm-hmm. I think it's not a translation. But I think it sounds disgusting. Back to uh, superstition. Uh, there was one more superstition I found that was quite entertaining. In uh, Japan, apparently, evil spirits. Again, evil spirits. They come from the northeast. Um, probably from Alaska. I'm really not sure, but. Um, so you would have the corners of the buildings facing the northeast reinforced. And if you can't reinforce that, that's kind of, it's, it's not a good sign. Even worse is, though, if your bathroom is in the northeast, because then the spirits will come through the sewage and, you know, haunt you that way, probably in an even more unsanitary way. I don't really get the obsession with the north. Like, do we know why the north? Because I read somewhere as well, like, if you have your bed headboard towards the north, something is something is something. Y- you get dizzy? Maybe. I know. I think it was something worse than getting dizzy. dizzy but uh, do, you know, do you know why we have the north? Uh? No, I'm not sure. I'm assuming because... Um Probably because it's very cold and a lot of people went to the north and froze to death. And then they're like, man, it's probably not a good place to go. Oh, yeah, they never came back. I'm not sure. Um, But we are brave and that's why we're in Sweden. Yeah, the strong north. (laughs) Strong Swedish. Oh, that's all right. I'm fine. You're not. You're freezing. On the topic of superstition, there is this thought of uh, knocking on wood and it should bring luck. Um, So apparently back... Years ago, oak trees or oak wood was holy, so knocking on it would would bring luck. But also, when you walk into a bar, and it's a slightly different one, if you knock on the counter when ordering a drink, usually that counter should have been made of wood. Uh, sorry, of wood, yes, but of oak wood. And that would show that you're touching something that's sacred, meaning that you're not a demon. That is super cool. Oi, ya muppet! Listen to the show about nothing on Saturday from 5 to 6. I'm going to go back to the expressions. So have you heard the, the expression like sling de iveggen, which means th- throw yourself into the wall? That sounds good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't. No? Um, sling de iveggen basically means take a hike. And oh. it's very literal. It's like throw yourself into the wall. Okay. Is, is it like an expression that you tell someone when they do something wrong? Yeah, but it could also be like, um, oh, I'm so shocked at what you're saying. Like, you're, you're, you're shitting me, right? It's funny because, I don't know, but there's so many weird things. I think in German, you know, when something unexpected is happening, just because now it's like you're so shocked to hear something. I think this one, what I'm about to say, has a slightly different notion. But when you're really uh, hearing something that wasn't expected and you're surprised, you say, Holla die Waldfee, and it translates into... Holla the wood fairy. <laughs> and you just say this. Holla the wood fairy. Yeah. Yep. 
Very famous fairy. I, I think also she sells booze. I'm not really yeah. sure. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I think there's even a drink that's like greenish, and then uh, and then you can drink it, and it doesn't sound very appetizing. It's not very good, but um, gets you quite confused. I have a lot of like we have a lot of those weird things in German when you're surprised or something unexpected happens. You, for example, I believe I spider. You know, ich glaube ich spin. It's, it's like I think I'm. I think that can't be true. I mean, no, you're kidding me. Is that, how do you, you? I believe I spider. Yeah. Well, it's not spider. It's it's uh, when you take like a yarn and yeah. you make it into something. It's like it was uh, a literal translation. It was really bad. Okay. I th I think it's referring to the the yarn. Like when you're you're uh. you, you got one of those machines where yeah. your foot wobbles up and down and there's those wheels and it goes weaving. Yes, it's weaving. I guess it's weaving. Yeah, I it's, think so. No, weaving is is on a on a on a. Oh uh, well, yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, but it's when you create the, yeah. the yarn that's the, the thing that makes turn uh, sleeping beauty go to sleep mm. yeah probably yes with the seven dwarves no <laughs> but that's okay we're gonna have an episode on fairy tale yeah apparently it's in me. need um but do you do you feel like there's um like a majority like i know for example in sweden a lot of our curse words are related to the devil we have a, like we could repeat devil 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 in different ways and that's like how we're cursing do you feel like all like these expressions in germany have are are related to a certain like certain area in the world like a uh, forest maybe or like because you were like holla the fairy <laughs> yeah i, I think Swear words are majorly related to, like, I don't know, your hiney, some sexual assault words. I don't, maybe in the former times we would have more, like, some, like, religious terms and devil as well. And they do exist still, but not as intense as here. I mean, I really think it's even, like, cute when the person gets really, you know, even when they're drunk and they get mad here in Swedish, they would say something like, oh, go to the devil. Yeah, The yeah. troll should come and take you. And you're like, yeah, that's really <laughs> bad. Ooh. But I do think, like, I, I realized when, when searching about this that a lot of ours are related to the forest, like, e expressions mm. and, like, we, for example, you, you just mentioned trolls. And, like, you, um, in English, you would go, like, speak about the devil or something like mm -hmm. i'm talking about you you come in and it was like speak about the devil talk of the devil i don't know how you say it exactly yeah, yeah something like that um and here we would actually go talk about the troll talk mm. about the troll that's yeah. even worse and it's like um there's a full expression i think it's the full one it's the one i've learned anyway and it's like uh talk about the troll and it will stand in your entry Mm -hmm. Ah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like when man from teufel spricht if you, when you're talking about the devil it's gonna come yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not but really it's the troll. devil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when yeah. we were talking about you and you just showed up, you were the troll. Oh. <laughs> and I'm going to take you guys all to the forest. <laughs> yeah. Where we will meet the wood fairy. Where we will but, yeah. actually become... <laughs> Get super drunk. Skogstokiga. Which is like forest crazy. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. And that's when you're really, really angry. You're like when you're super, super angry in Sweden, you're forest crazy. We have Fuchsteufelswild, which is uh, fox devil's devil. wild... When you're like yeah, extremely yeah. angry. Yeah, we have some Fox, like devil. Wild. Wild. Devil, wild fox. Yeah. Cool. So we should definitely question though. Um, I mean, we're no professionals, but we should definitely question where the superstitions or where the concept of superstition comes from. Mm. Um, I would say that it was probably something along the lines of someone wiser saying, hey, listen, uh, I have a bunch of farmers. How am I going to convince them of something slightly more complex uh for example having a doorstep uh like a little one of those little wooden planks that is inside the door frame at the floor 
Um, that's usually when the door closes all the way in the bottom. Has a superstition that it keeps out evil spirits. But it also keeps the room a lot more warm and isolates the door mm. a bit better. Yeah, I think what Max just said, it's, it's very important to question or to think about where do these idioms and where do these superstitions come from and what do they maybe tell us about a society and often we just have adopted them over the years so we do it and we behave according to them but we don't even know where they come from anymore so we don't question them either when maybe they are i don't know based in a very colonial or racist i don't know part of our history and we just do this so um, you might have learned something today or mm. maybe you at least got inspired to think about why am I even believing that or why we, are we doing this? And you might find out some cool things or not cool things when you, you know, ask your friend Google. Well, you always become a little bit more intel intelligent, like oh. a little smarter every day if you keep ask, like challenging yourself and your own ideas. So I think that's important to take away from when talking about superstition and taking stuff for granted, like facts. Yeah. And on that note, I think um, I think we're going to call it a day. Yes. Yeah. So before you guys leave, well, I'm going to play you a, a nice little song. Um, and it's called, some, well, it's by Summer Camp and it's called Love of My Life. Enjoy your Saturday evening and tune in next time when we're on air. Survive Friday the 13th. Yeah. And follow us on social media. Yeah. And remember, don't fry food naked. Oh my god, we're approaching 30. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> Let's try this again. Thank god this isn't live. You've just heard a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. You'll find all our shows at k103.se. Follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Stay tuned.